Hello. Hi. Can you hear Hi. Me? But <laughs> 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 um, welcome. Oh, he's trying to. He tried to mic. reach for the mic. If you guys haven't noticed, that's not Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. We have a special guest on today's show because it's snowing outside and my ass was not about to go pick up my sister to record this <laughs> and be slipping and sliding in the snow. No. We have two special guests, actually. Yeah. One and a half. Yeah. <laughs> one, <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> we have Jess and our little baby. Hi. Our little baby Noah. Little fox. So if you hear breathing, wriggling. Yeah. Sneezing, coughing. Noises. It's not me. Noises at all. It's not me. It's our son. <laughs> uh, but this is very exciting. Boop, boop. I thought we were going to have guests later on in the show. But bam. Here I am. Ooh. Bam. Here you are. <laughs> Look, you can do a podcast. No. <laughs> we actually wanted, I spoke about in the last episode about how you and I wanted to do a podcast for the bachelor, <laughs> the that's because we talk so much trash that's and what then i'm saying it's just gonna be a no shit talking podcast yeah but i feel like there's so many podcasts out there like that there are yeah. well beck from a previous season does it who i think her name's beck she, she i follow her on, on instagram she, she was, was the on one the show she was like 21 years old she had like short They're brown so hair young. and then right after she got off the show she got pregnant I see. Now she has two kids. They're all very young. We were just talking about how we used to watch this show and everyone was older than us. <laughs> but now. <laughs> but now we watch it and everyone's younger than us, like 21 and shit like that. And it yeah, feels what's so the name, old. Um, um, what's it? Kit. Kit. Fucking 20. Kit Kidridge. 21. Is, is that her name? No. Oh. <laughs> People say she's a grown up American girl doll because. Oh, is that an American doll name? Yeah, Kit Kidridge. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> back anyway. to murders. Welcome to that. I mean, that's our intro. That's how Taylor and I started this. We what? just talked. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> we talk too long sometimes. You do. For like 10 minutes. It's okay, though. Um, this is going to be a very short episode because I did not do my research thoroughly, <laughs> as always. And when I say I did not do my research this time, I'm literally going to read from an article. <laughs> And pretty much summarize this article for you guys. And I will post it in the resources notes so you can actually read the article. But I still wanted to get an episode out here on Sunday and post it on Sunday because mm-hmm. we are Crime Sunday. No late Sundays. No late Sundays. Although last episode I posted it literally like 11.50 on Sunday. Hey, it's still, but I it's still Sunday. I didn't do the Instagram post till like the middle of the day Monday. <laughs> But it's still posted on Sunday. Oh, no. Oh, my oh no. boy. We're having a breakdown. <laughs> you, have to, okay. you have something to say? Oh, yeah. You have something to Is say? Is that what happened? Here you go. Oh. It's okay, babe. We'll take a short pause. Maybe. Yes. We'll take a short pause yeah. so you don't hear a crying so just a baby. Quick one. Just a quick one. We'll be back. Goodness. Okay, hit me. I love being a parent. Where were we? Oh, we didn't I was start. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking about how um, poor planning 
and I didn't really research much. Oh, yeah. But I stumbled upon this article. So I'm going to read and summarize this article, and I will obviously put the article in the resources so you guys can fully read it. Um, so it's going to be a very quick episode. All right, let's go. Do it, do it, do it. Are you excited? I'm excited. Okay. It's riveting. It's kind of crazy. So what what brought me to this article is the title. It says, How a Leaf and a Spooky House led to conviction uh, led to a conviction of a Maryland mother-daughter killer a leaf a leaf and a spooky house yeah like an actual leaf from a tree okay what kind of tree do we know yes I will get into oh we do know we do know we do know (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so this happened back does the type of leaf matter it does okay I will get into that. Okay, I'll just check it. <laughs> I okay, have to go. Sneeze. Don't sneeze. Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. It's gone. Oh, my bless. Man. Okay. Okay, go. For so, it. this happened back in 2009 in Prince George's County. Okay. Um, been there, done that. Been there, done what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> for legal reasons, I did nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That sounded crazy in the <laughs> mic when you went up that close. I'm the only one listening to this as we record, <laughs> so it's really funny. <laughs> um, yeah, back in 2009, January 26th specifically, there was a 911 call uh, placed in the early morning hours mm-hmm. in Prince George's County, Maryland. 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 I don't think I've... Yeah, Mary. as the English say. What is it? Maryland. Okay, that's okay. I'm gonna start calling Maryland Maryland, Maryland because that's the proper term. Because uh-huh, you're a proper, proper English. English. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a young woman called nine one one and she said, "I'm bleeding to death." Okay. And the police went to the house of Karen Lofton. Spooky she house. Was Oh. This is not the spooky. Okay. This is just a regular house. Okay. So she, they, they raced. This article says they raced to the home of Karen Lofton, a forty-five-year-old nurse, and her daughter, uh, Carissa, was living with her at the time. Um, and Carissa was the one who called nine one one for okay. help. Carissa. Uh, both women were found in their bedrooms, and they were repeatedly shot, or they had been repeatedly shot, and they were dead when the police arrived. In separate bedrooms? Yes. Okay. In their separate bedrooms. Um, the mom and the daughter? The mom Carissa and the and daughter. The okay. Yeah, both of them okay. shot dead. And then they were... So she had called 911 and yeah, died? Yeah, before. Okay. And then they died while the police was trying to get there. Okay. Um, Detective Bernard Nelson was on this case, and he said it was total carnage, quote, oh. total carnage when they walked into the house. Mm. Um. They state, the detectives stated that, multiple detectives in Prince George's County stated that they don't typically get double homicides. Okay. So it's weird. And it really interested them on why the fuck there were double homicides in Prince George's (laughs) County. (laughs) I mean, shit goes down in Prince George's County. It does. But maybe not double homicides. Yeah, but maybe maybe not (laughs) double (laughs) homicide. I've actually haven't heard of a double homicide in a while. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess I just, yeah. 
we're from the DMV area. Mm-hmm. I don't think I mentioned that on the podcast. Oh. So I'm not going to state specifically where we live. Yes. But we are but we from are the, in the DMV, DMV area. area. <laughs> yeah. So we do know a thing or two mm-hmm. about Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it seemed... I'm <laughs> <laughs> looking through. It seemed so the detect there's another detective on this case. Okay. Um, detective Anthony Shartner. Let me see. Shart Shartner. Oh. <laughs> like Shart? Shartner. Is it Shartner? Where is it? Yeah, looks Shart- like Shartner. Uh, it looks like a Shartner. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's unfortunate. They investigated the mother-daughter's backgrounds and everything, and they claimed that they didn't seem to have any enemies. Okay. So who the fuck would shoot both I'm these I'm against the boyfriend. Ladies. That no one no one mentioned a boyfriend. I know. It's always the boyfriend. It is true. It's always the boyfriend or the, or husband, the husband or the ex-husband. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Um, You're not wrong. Most of the time, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is in a case like this. Yeah, uh, a very stere- stereotypical case. But I think what is it? I think my favorite murder had had a shirt that said the husband did it. Yeah, because it's always the like husband. That. Yeah, it's always the husband. I mean, the wives wives are bad too. I mean, wives snapped. Can do snapped is all about women. Yeah, that's going snapped. crazy. We need to have you on the show more often. This is fun. <laughs> okay, um, continue. So they determined that there was no, like, not really any signs of forced entry, uh, but an unlocked window was believed to be the point of access for the intruder. Okay. Windows. People forget about windows. Yeah. We have alarms on our windows. We do, yeah. Because people be crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I have, I have a... St- I have an alarm on the a sliding stick. door and a stick, <laughs> a stick on my sliding door. So if any motherfuckers try to s- open the sliding door, they can't. Bam. Now, if they out. break the window, Suck that's it. a different story. No, actually, if they break our window, we, we have, have Alexa guard. What no, the that? alarm won't trip. Okay. The alarm will only trip if, the, if, if it's something's open. open. Uh. Alexa guard listens for carbon monoxide alarms and for breaking glass. Oh. So if Alexa hears breaking glass... It will alert Stop us. Stop saying her name. She'll hear you. I haven't <laughs> heard her yet, so. <laughs> um, so they believed that the intruder had access to the window. Uh, no valuables were taken, and they found no fingerprints or DNA left. Okay, so not a robbery then. At all. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. So it's not a robbery. They didn't touch any doors. No, they just came in and, and shot, shot them, them. And left. Maybe... He came in with the intent to steal something, and then they woke up and realized what was happening, hence him shooting them dead, and he Maybe, was too but, frantic But to he would have had to come in. Yeah. You wouldn't think he would steal something, like, in the kitchen or the living room before making his way to their bedrooms? Maybe. I don't know. Before I don't know what window them? he went into, either. Mm. We don't know if it was a one-story house or a two-story house yeah see this is why i need to do research but I <laughs> <laughs> well because if it was a one-story house he could have climbed in a bedroom window yes shot one of them realized there was a second one yeah shot the other one yeah okay um, everything is so questionable so six i know right <laughs> 
I kind of, like, sometimes I don't like doing research and, like, talking about it vaguely because we could talk about all of the things that could have happened mm-hmm. or maybe happened. Because now I'm just making scenarios in my head. Exactly. And these are all theoretical and assumptions. Don't, don't sue us. <laughs> Nothing is true. <laughs> well, things are true. Everything I'm reading from this article is legit. Yeah. So I will source this article because they have their sources of where they got this, but... But we're just speculating. We have opinions and speculations. Yes. Um, six weeks after the homicides, um, March 16, 2009, uh, blocks away from that crime scene, another double murder was discovered Ooh. in the same neighborhood. And it was a... In the same neighborhood? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. In the same neighborhood. So... There was a report of a burning car this time, though. Okay. It wasn't a house. So it was a report of a burning car. And then when police got there, there was one woman in the back seat and then another in the trunk. Okay. Yeah. Um, And the vehicle was torched. No one in the front seat. No one in the front seat. Okay. The victims were identified as Dolores DeWitt. A 42-year-old nurse, so also another nurse. The uh-huh. other lady was More a nurse. Lofton was a nurse. And her 20-year-old daughter, Ebony. So another mother-daughter duo. Dead. Huh. Dead. Uh, <laughs> dead. Dead. D-E-D, dead. Dead. Uh, they were strangled to death before being stashed in the car, which was not their car. Okay. Um, and then set ablaze in a, dan- in a stranger's driveway. Hmm. Weird. So whose car is it and whose yeah. driveway was well, it? Well, this whoever did it is obviously throwing everything off. Yeah. Which is the point. Mm-hmm. Which is smart on their part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they observed that the fire had been set to destroy evidence, but they were still bits of denim material and a leaf. A leaf? The leaf, the leaf that didn't, didn't burn, burn down. <gasps> This is a Can crazy. You guess leaf. What, what kind of tree the leaf came from? Because you used to be an oak a tree plant worker. Was it an oak tree? A horticulturist. <laughs> I did not. I just worked at a garden center. Uh, you knew a lot about when I first dated Jess. She knew a lot about plants. Yeah, but that was that was six years now since I worked there. This is true. Six, seven, eight. We've eight? been together eight and a half years. I know, but I worked there for like three years. So, yeah. That's true. I don't know. I don't know what type of tree it was. You said maple? I said I said oak. Oh. So is it a maple tree? It's not a maple oh. tree, no. Uh, the leaf came from a beech tree. A beech tree? A be- be- what a beech. Be- what a beech. <laughs> <laughs> what a beech of a tree. A beech of a leaf. It didn't and that's even burn. B-E-E-C-H. Yes. Yes. I, I know that. No. Other people might not. Okay. But I, I thought it was, I thought it was to me. No. No, you know your trees. Okay. <laughs> I don't. It was from a beech tree. <laughs> a beech tree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's crazy to me that that didn't burst into flames. Well, probably the timeline of it, it probably didn't have enough time to do it. Was because, the beech tree yes. next to the car? Like, did this leaf come from wherever the car came from? Or did it fall from a tree? As the car was burning, and that's why it did not burn. No, I believe it was actually in the car, along with... Oh, inside of the car. Bits of denim material. Okay, okay. Yes. So that's interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Um, they went to 
the home of the two ladies, and they found an unsecure window. Okay. Just like at the Lofton residence that could have been the way the person came in and everything like that. Mm -hmm. They also found bleach spots in a bedroom and blood Mm. in the car. Ooh. In the people's car, the the wit's car, mm-hmm. not the car that was burnt. Oh, okay. They found blood in their own car at their house. Okay. Suggesting that the women had been attacked while they were at home, and then put in the car, placed in another car, and then the car was burst. Was driven. Yeah, driven to a stranger's house in the same and neighborhood, then and then burnt. It said okay. the vehicle the Dewitts were found in had been reported stolen less than 15 minutes before the car was found in fire wow so i i feel like that as soon as the car went into flames the police got there very shortly and that's probably why all of the evidence in there did not disappear yeah it wasn't long enough for it to be the leaf the denim material all of that okay um with the beach leaf found and it's it's one of the only clues they searched the area of the murders for it like if any any of those houses or anywhere in that area had beech trees and there was nothing see that's my theory it didn't come from there yeah it was from somewhere else further away <laughs> three months into the investigation detectives started over from scratch to see if they missed any leads a $25,000 reward was offered for information leading to a conviction. Uh-huh. Detectives also looked into a recent spate of burglaries to see if there might be any connection to the homicides. Uh, later, they learned that Jason Thomas Scott, 27, had been caught selling drugs as a part of a firearms ring. He worked for UPS and lived with his parents near those houses. Okay. Uh, the Loftons and the DeWitt's house. Um, Scott was educated and didn't have a lengthy rap sheet, according to special agents with the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. I think that's a very weird combination. Alcohol? Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. It's called the ATF. The Bureau. The ATF Bureau. Yeah. I didn't even know there was an ATF I didn't know Bureau. that either. I had no idea that was a thing. Um, but they were interested in him. Because they think that they could lead him to, to potentially people who knew about them. Yeah. Because he was just a smaller person in that train, um, the chain of things, the firearms ring and everything. They might know because it was in the area. Yeah, who, close enough to the If thing. there was anyone who was related to those cases. Mm-hmm. Um, so they gave him a proper interview. And Scott actually told him what he knew about the crimes and oh so he did know something yeah he did know something interesting Mm -hmm. um it says it allowed scott to tell them what he knew about crimes with the supposed assurance that his words couldn't be used against him in later proceedings the proffer however wouldn't disallow others testimony from incriminating scott so if others came in and were interviewed and they had information on scott that could be used against him. Right. Um, he agreed to make a deal with the agents and confessed to much more than knowledge about the stolen guns for which he'd been busted for. He disclosed information about the spate of area robberies and home invasions, mm-hmm. including ones in the neighborhoods where the Loftons and DeWitts live. So he knew about 
people going into yeah, people's homes in those and... neighborhoods. Um, it was learned that Scott capitalized on his part-time job at UPS to identify victims. So he worked for UPS part-time, and he stayed ahead of authorities during his crime. So he would pretty much... Um, I think I'm moving ahead. So because <laughs> I read this whole thing already. Um, he had a police scanner. Oh, so, so he was he listening. Was, he was listening in about like the break-ins and burglaries and everything uh-huh. like that. And it the the authorities suspected that he may have been behind the murders after the interview. So they were probably like making connections uh-huh. and stuff like that about well, if you knew about these break-ins yeah how did you not know about and everything like that did you know about the murders that happened because when when i feel like when a series of crimes happen in one neighborhood in a short span it's the same people oh yeah like in our neighborhood so we have Uh. the next door app and there are always posts about people breaking into cars Mm-hmm. Or people, like, looking into cars. And it's always within, like, a week. Yeah. And then it'll stop. Or throwing bricks through windows. Yeah. like That happened, like, three or four times in a week. Exactly. And then nothing. And then, and then, then like, a month breakings. later, it was three or four times again. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. like, things happen and then... They taper off. And there's then a little break. Yeah. yeah. And then they happen again. Mm-hmm. But they happen in couplings or groups and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So if he knew about these robberies and people breaking into homes then he must yeah. have known more. Well, it must have been like like something went wrong in the in the robbery. Yeah. And that ended in them killing them. Exactly. But yeah. obviously he doesn't want to say that that happened. Mhm. Um because of the deal Scott would escape punishment for his breaking and entering crimes. So he confessed to breaking and entering. Okay. But they he still did not confess anything about any type of murders or anything uh-huh. like that but because he was confessed or because he did confess to breaking and entering homes and robberies and stuff the police thought that he was somehow did they arrest him for that attached did you just say that no because he created a he he had a deal with them okay that was a deal that they told. would give them all he would give them all the information he knew and his deal would be that he wouldn't be punished for his breaking and entering mm. crimes. Okay. Um, his words couldn't be used against him in those in- instances, but during his confession, he mentioned he worked with other people. Mm-hmm. ATF and St. George's County investigators joined um, forces to look for ways to tie Scott to the mother-daughter devil homicide. So at this point, he's a suspect. Uh-huh. But they haven't charged him with anything. Because they have Because no they need more yeah. evidence and information for it. Um, one of the people that they interviewed was Marcus Hunter. He was a accomplice of his and worked at UPS also. And he confirmed that Scott would break into people's houses. And he also told them that he would actually steal the people or whatever house. They would He would take the spare car key during his home invasions and that allowed him to access the vehicle if he ever needed it during a robbery Hmm. yeah so he he would i know right it's like smart but terrible yeah but that also like if someone were to break into 
any house, mm-hmm. everyone puts their keys by the front door. Yeah. So if you break into the front door, he probably instantly grabs that spare key. And if yeah. anything happens or goes down. He has a getaway car. Exactly. Instantly. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, a big break came when Hunter told investigators that Scott would split the hall after a burglary mm-hmm. at a deserted mansion he called the Spooky House. Spooky House. So he would do these burglaries, steal shit. And, and then, then go take to the house. it all to this house. So he can look at all of the stuff he got. Yep. Uh, Hunter revealed It's like Halloween. He goes to get candy and then he comes know, home and, and puts it everywhere. Home, literally. <laughs> um, Hunter revealed the address of the hideout and authorities rushed to search it. Shartner immediately observed that the grounds of the spooky house were covered in beech trees. Wow. That's, so where, that's the where the leaf came, came from. Right. Does it say how far away this this spooky house was or no? It doesn't say, but they only searched the area of the murder. Like the general, okay. The neighborhood. So it was pretty close then. Yeah. It must have been in the county. Yeah. Prince George's County. Yeah, within whatever But counties are huge. Yeah. So, I mean, there's multiple cities in one county. Yeah. Um... So investigators searched the area and they found charred bits of hair and fabric that were later found to be a match with evidence recovered from the bodies of the DeWitts. So his last, um, the last mother-daughter that he murdered. Mm -hmm. Scott didn't cover all his tracks, um, obviously. (laughs) Detectives also found out from Hunter that Scott had stolen a handgun less than two weeks before the Lofton slaying. So before the first murders, he had stolen a handgun. Based on a stolen firearm report and a casing from that gun, investigators were able to match it with the Mm -hmm. weapon that killed the Loftons. This is why you should always register your guns if you get a gun. Mm -hmm. Because if someone steals it, they can't blame it on you. No. (laughs) Without that gun as evidence, investigators determined that it would be difficult to move forward and secure a conviction in the Lofton case. What? They proceeded with the DeWitt case and charged Scott with a double homicide. So he only got he charged, been charged for, for a quadruple one. homicide. Yeah, but it was just the last one because they couldn't find the gun. Which sucks. That sucks because it's like, it is so similar to the second case. Yeah. So you would just put them together. They were in the same neighborhood. Yeah. But there was no actual evidence from that first case. The second case, they had the the house, the the address that the accomplice Uh gave them. The denim and the They had the leaf and everything like that. They Mm -hmm. had all of that. But with the first case, they literally had nothing. Yeah. If they had found the gun. Did he ever say why he did it? Why he killed them? No. Hmm. He didn't. What Um, did you say he was sentenced to? I didn't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he accepted a plea deal. Mm, of so, course he did. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, he's still sentenced to 85 years in prison. Okay. And how old was he? He is... Scroll, well, scroll, in 2009, scroll, 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 how old scroll. he was? He was 27. Okay, so he's going to die in prison. Probably. I hope he dies from old old age i hate when people go I mean. to jail no, and they mean. like commit suicide yeah. or get shanked or something <laughs> it's the easy way out yeah literally um yeah that's okay he'll die of old age to learn more about the case watch one deadly mistake airing saturdays at seven <laughs> and six central on oxygen hey I stop li- plugging other people okay <laughs> <laughs> 
But that is the short case that I have today. Yay! This guy. Maybe looks... next time I'm a guest, I'll do a case. He doesn't. Ooh, <laughs> reversal. <laughs> Am I getting into true crime? No. Oh. Boo. Don't act like we don't talk about it this all the time. This is what he though. looks like. Oh. He doesn't look that scary, actually. To be fair, I did in my head. Yeah. Imagine like a scrawny white guy. <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's what I it's assumed <laughs> would <laughs> be murdering people in neighborhoods. <laughs> right. I will post photos of the victims and stupid Jason Scott. Stupid. Stupid. He's so stupid. 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 Idiot. (laughs) (laughs) That's rude. You make fun of my accent? No. Idiot. 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 Well, ow. Ooh. Ooh, you heard that? (laughs) That was my elbow. (laughs) Probably from carrying our 12-pound child. Yeah, 12.2. 12.2? He's probably heavier now. Yeah, he's probably 12.4 That appointment was last week. Yeah. No, it was five this days five days yeah, ago. Five yeah, he's probably heavier. He's he probably like thirteen pounds. pounds he is not thirteen pounds. How many how how many it's ounces like are they supposed to gain every day? Like half an ounce. So he's probably like twelve pounds five or six. No. So almost thirteen. <laughs> Do you know how many ounces are in a pound? No. Sixteen? Sixteen I don't actually know. I know it's more than twelve. I think it's sixteen. Are you gonna ask Siri? I am. How many ounces are in a pound? <laughs> Sixteen. Oh, okay. I was correct. So he's not near thirteen pounds. No, I always I thought it was ten. That's why I was like, he's almost there. I thought it was fourteen. No. no. Well, that was today's very very short episode. That was a very short episode. And it's not snowing anymore. No, it's not. Look Happy at that. Super Bowl, everyone! Don't <laughs> act like we watch football. <laughs> I had to look up who was playing. I know. And even what is then, it? I the didn't Chiefs know who it was. and the. <laughs> it's, my brain wants to say Buccaneers. Is it the bu- Broncos? No, 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 no. It's, it's not, not the Broncos. Broncos. The mic's doing that thing again. Is it my phone? What? Doing what thing? Making a weird static oh, it is the, noise. I was right. It is the Buccaneers. The Chiefs and the Buccaneers. Yeah. See, my brain did a thing. Those are two teams I never would. Are these. Is it their first Super Bowl? I have no clue. Oh, okay. You asked me like I watch football. I used to watch football a lot football with Football takes dad. like seven hours. I was a Steelers fan. Steelers. Raiders. You said two different teams just now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Well. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. See you next time. Taylor and I always end episodes with let's go eat because we record them right I before dinner all the starving. time. Do you want food? Yeah. What do you want for lunch? I don't know. All right. We're going to go figure out lunch. <laughs> Let's go eat. Let's go eat. All right. Bye. If you guys like this episode and you like Jess a lot, maybe you'll see her more often. <laughs> I and do live here. Thank you for listening. <laughs> you do live here. <laughs> but you're usually with the babes. That's true. Um, thank you for listening, as always. Hit us up on... Oh, I don't have my... I still don't know our... Our Instagram is Crime Crime Sunday Podcast. Yeah. Slip into our DMs there. And then if you want to tweet, tweet, tweet us. I think it's just Crime Sunday, but I could be wrong. Taylor also hasn't been keeping up with our Twitter, so I'm upset with that. Um, You need a momager. I'll be the momager. Okay. You're the momager. Yeah. 
You want to be our social media manager? Yeah. Well, I'm a Do you really? Yeah, sure. All right, bet. Do I get paid? And and show, but I can't say it out loud. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And you can reach us at our Gmail and email us any suggestions or anything like that at crimesundaypodcast at gmail.com. I'm pretty sure that's also incorrect, so I'm gonna look that up again. (laughs) Everything will be linked. Everything, no, I never link anything. Why don't you link anything? See, See, look, I need need a a momager. I need a momager. All right. What's this? Oh, crime Sunday at Gmail. It's just crime Sunday at gmail.com. Okay. Great. You're welcome. All right. Thanks for <laughs> listening to episode seven. We're already at seven. Wow. And we're going to go eat now. Let's go eat. Bye. You have to say bye. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. Bye. <laughs>